Citizens Best of 2021 episode. It's getting colder out, we're getting ready for the holidays and a brand new year, so we're going to take some time this week to listen back on some of Ruben and I's favorite moments from the podcast. 2021 was quite a year for everybody, of course. It was also Ruben and I's first year of making this bass-centric podcast, all over Zoom nonetheless. But it's been such a blast, and it's helped us both stay connected musically and personally in these strange days. We both hope that you have felt some of that sense of connection with us, too. So we got into some fun conversations about playing, practicing, listening, life. And we were blessed to have some very special guests on the show this year as well. Huge shout out to Gregory Hutchison, Ulysses Owens, Larry Grenadier, Gerald Clayton, and Kendrick Scott for spending some time with us. And of course, a big shout out to our sponsor, Open Studio, with Peter Martin and Adam Manis. Thank you both so much for helping us get this going and for all the support. All right, let's get into the show now. When Ruben mentioned that he had contacted the great Larry Grenadier to be a guest on the show, I kind of flipped out, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so I, like countless bassists all over the planet, have listened to him on records and seen him live a bunch, studied and transcribed his playing, and just been in awe of him for many years. But he was so open and cool in his conversation, and this particular upcoming segment really stood out to me. Check him out here talking about being a bit uninspired in the COVID days and finding a spark in an unlikely environment. I gotta say, like, there's been, you know, certain weeks where I just don't feel inspired. Really, nothing's mm-hmm. like it's nothing's coming in to really like create the spark. Right. right. But then it then it happens. You know, it's just like yes. then it's like boom. You know, so you can't really worry about it. But you know, it's like it happened. Like I went on tour in in July. Came back in August. Went on vacation. Came back and I wasn't really even listening to music. I wasn't really practicing. And um, what was it? Something spurred me. Oh, I know. I I, had, I was in a store and they were playing um, uh, River People, R- Weather Report, <laughs> River People. Same store. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I've, I always thought that's such a great bait. You know, it sounds like their version of a disco tune in a way. You know? And, um, <laughs> right. you know, it's this, this kind of disco bass line, but doubled up. So there's, mm. da, 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 you know, like doubled each note. And it's like, so a lot of that stuff was like, okay, well, how do you, how do you, how would I play that on upright and have it still have that, that impact, that clarity, that the mm. rhythmic, uh, rhythmic, like assuredness, you know? Mm. Um, and, it, and, and so then it becomes like a technical etude, you know, it's like, mm. okay, I know the notes. Can I get it to speak on this bigger instrument mm. and still have it have a point to it, you know? So then it's like, okay, left hand shit, right hand oh, shit. So it on, all man. becomes tech, technical in a way, but it's come all. Come on, man. I'm going to cut you <laughs> off, man. You like good there. Come on, dude. That's what? your signature sound, that like percussive, maybe like mm, in your face. Oh, I've got accuracy. <laughs> I would so that love to hear team. I would so love to hear you playing Teen Talent on over. Ah, let's hear that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this stuff. But to me, it's like, okay, I just need the spark of something that, that inspires me mm-hmm. to go to the base and say, okay, this is something I can't do right at this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the hang up? Is it, is it the fingering? Is it the right hand? You know? And and, that and, that's, and then the great thing to hear also from what you, you just explained to us that it's okay that you don't have that inspiration, that you can just be like, it's gonna right. it'll come and don't beat yourself up. I found for myself yeah. and I I talking to other people, um, 
feeling kind of like, damn, I don't, I don't have it. I should have it. I need, I, I want to have it, but right. I just want to lay in the bed or I just want to watch Netflix right. or whatever. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, forgive yourself and it's okay. It's right. all right. Well, you know what I, I realized is like you go, so if you practice for an hour and then like you can enjoy the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills much more because <laughs> then you got both going on. They both feed each other. Exactly. <laughs> Simple as that. Now, Ma, hello. Okay. How cool was that? Definitely go back and listen to the two-part interview with the great Larry Grenadier as he drops so much knowledge. Another highlight for me from that conversation was when he shared how much he digs Stanley Clark. So cool. Next up is a clip from our episode, Making Practice Enjoyable. Check this out. We're trying to be creative musicians, whether we're mm. on the stage or in the practice room. Exactly. And I like to try to, to think of, mm. as I'm practicing, I'm thinking about how I'm performing too. Yes. It doesn't all have to be, you know, like weightlifting, you know, things like that, like getting, you know, mm. I need to do this, this mm. way, and it's gotta be, you know, 100% mm. correct. Um, it's, it should be something uh, kind of, that you should have your curiosity involved in some of this, you yes, know, no doubt. Um, think about like, uh, you know, taking some time to practice, just being creative, yes. like take you, I, I think it's a great idea to set aside at least 10, 15 minutes mm. to just play whatever yes. comes to your mind. Explore and you can maybe have some type of yeah. like mental, mental idea of, or some con conceptual type of thing you want to do and work towards that, but be creative. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, that, I mean, make, even those methods that you were talking about, uh, make mm -hmm. music out of that, you know, mm, make yeah. music out of anything. Like I'm talking about, uh, when I say make music, like you performing in front of people, you performing even that Auburn's, you know, etude or that, that, yeah. that, that thing that you've played a, a hundred times, if someone sit in front of you, how can you make it? Uh, enjoyable for them and not just sound yeah. like an exercise you know yes uh, it's hard mm -hmm. to do that at times but challenge yourself that can that can really you know really open up some some different you know things in your playing i i i, I personally think because i always you know yeah that's yeah i'm gonna stop, it, it, stop that's yeah to <laughs> totally i mean you find mm -hmm. and we're naturally inquisitive people we're musicians you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's part of our personalities it yes. turn, turns out but yes play something like you're like you're performing it or as if you're playing it for somebody else even if nobody else is in the room now let's get into some straight gold from the maestro himself drummer gregory hutchinson reuben and hutch go way back they played a ton and traveled the world together so you know the conversation was going to flow this episode was recorded with Hutch in Italy, Ruben in Anguilla, or maybe New York, and myself here in St. Louis, but it was like we were in the same room and it was so inspiring to get to talk to one of the greatest drummers of all time. Here's a clip from the interview where he's giving his thoughts on some of the elements that make a great bassist. What are some of the elements you would say uh, in the bassist, obviously, that really speak to you, to your aesthetic, and also what are the qualities that you, know, that's you, you think is mandatory for a great basis, you know, well, the, the ones, the ones, the ones that are yeah. evident and the ones that are kind of mysterious. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you, you just, a word you just use mysterious. That's, that's a thing, man. <laughs> that's and a Bob word right there. It's yeah, a yeah. thing. And I think also, man, yeah, a vibe, uh -huh. like you gotta, you, you can't play the bass and not have a vibe. Let's before we even talk about the, the things that we, no, you have to have, if you don't have a vibe when you pick up that wood, man, it's, it's, it shows, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I, mean, I feel that if I, if I'm on a bandstand, I'm looking at the bass player and he looked like he, he's holding a piece of furniture. It's like, man, they're already, I'm kind of already 
put off well, my vibe. Well, if you can, if you can even break down what that means in vibe, I don't know if you can or not because okay, some, yeah, I can break down a vibe. Well, well, it's well, attitude, sometimes attitude, it's, yeah, attitude. You know. Yeah. Attitude. The way you, the way, just the way you walk and the way you handle the instrument and the way you think about the music before we even get on the bandstand, that has a lot to do with it. Now, if we want to talk about the mechanics of it, I mean, a big sound, uh, a good tone, good intonation, a quarter note is a quarter note, uh, knowing the different time feels. And, you know, just, I think, you know, like, I, I, you know, it's funny, man, after doing a lot of teaching, I'm starting to really understand a lot of things about the, the youth. And I think it's, you don't have to be an encyclopedia of the bass. You don't know, but you got to know the people on your instrument. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, if you don't know the people that played the bass, how are you going to even start playing? Like, if you don't do the, that kind of investigation into the, the right. masters that played your instrument, uh-huh. And I find that a lot of times that's what's missing. So for me, mm. the big sound, that steady quarter note, mm. you know, wherever you want to put it is cool. Long as it's steady. You know what I'm saying? If you want to play on the beat, long as it's steady. You want to play behind the beat, long as it's steady. You want to play on top of the beat, long as it doesn't move. I don't need fluctuating quarter notes. You know what I'm saying? Well, I hear that. And hear so that. everybody that you named, the, the, the thing that they all have is that that quarter note is consistent. Everybody's got different sounds. All you guys have different sounds, but... The one thing that separates the the tiers of all musicians, A, B, and C, is consistency, is the A level. Mm. Different sound is all good, but that quarter note being consistent, those are the A level cats, and those are the cats right. I want to play with. And so that's why, you know, me and you've been playing how many? Over 30 years, homie? Right, so, right. you know. Well, I mean, the, I think the biggest what you're saying, too, is that your fun, the, the fundamentals are there, but you got to have some kind of personality, right? The, the, the people, you know, the people, the people, and, and that doesn't always just come, you know, you know, uh, some people it, grow it, into it though. Yeah. It doesn't always <laughs> come like it just, right? I mean, I, I mean what, how do you feel about that? What I just said, uh, Bob, I, you know, give your two cents on that. Yeah. Personality wise, right. You can definitely tell that walking up. That's, that's such a cool thing to hear because you yeah. can almost hear before you hear what somebody's going to sound like just by how they walk on the stage, what they're wearing, the vibe. <laughs> how you said it, how you just the said vibe, that. And I was right? like, I've thought that before <laughs> how the cat picks up the bass or how somebody's man. holding the sticks before they even get started speaks right. already. So man, that's, that's, very but, cool to hear. but also that, you know, that's nothing that that's something innate, right? Right. Ain't nothing, yeah. We, yeah. We can't teach a, a student to, yo, you got to work on your vibe. I mean, you can, no, that's you, life though. That's yeah, life. You know, that's you can life, pull, your, pull that coattail and be like, yo, that t-shirt that's you wore. On, on on the bandstand last night, ah, you might want to figure that yes. out. Okay? You know, that's life. But, uh, that's some life yes, stuff too. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's that's the life thing. But man, you 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 hit it, and you know you and you know a lot of times you either got it or you don't, right? Some and and sometimes it comes later too. It comes later, right? Yeah. The more you, and the, good the thing more is that you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You can not to cut you off, but you know some cats. You know it's, and I'm sure you've had this experience with some drummers, man. You play with them the first time, and you're like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you you realize you find the mechanism that you need to push to step, make them step up their game. So yeah, there you go. If people, if 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 a drummer's playing with a great bass player, then eventually that stuff wears off. Like right. you will get better and the same thing, the opposite way. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I try to, you know, young mm-hmm. me, you know, me, man, mm-hmm. Oof, 
boy, I didn't have no patience. But older me is like, all right, you know what, man? Let me just see. Because the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to discourage the young cats. So we're trying to get them to come on in. So if a cat is not really playing up to par, I'm like, all right, let me try and assess what it is and then figure out how I can show through the way I'm playing how he can how he can right. come with me. Right. And if that right. don't work, then we have to talk after. You know the talk, right. Ruben. <laughs> you know the one I gave you a few times. You know, Bob, I had to straighten him out a few times, right, man. All right. We'll save that for the, the next segment. We'll save that come for the here. next segment. <laughs> Secret uh, session. <clears throat> moving on, moving on. Uh, this... Man, incredible, right? <laughs> so remember, you can go back and listen to the whole interview and all of our episodes anytime you want. The next clip is from our episode titled Aha Moments. And I remember recording this with Ruben at a time when we were still just getting to know each other. So we've hung a little bit in person. I've, of course, seen him play a bunch. But over the course of recording this podcast, we've learned quite a bit about each other. Again, all over Zoom. So much of this learning about each other happened when we were recording and we never knew what might come up. So check this out. This is something I've been doing maybe the past 10, 15 years with certain students or, or, or workshops mm -hmm. where I would have the bassists or, or ensembles play like all the things you are. Um, standard. The standard, mm -hmm. all the things you are. And it would be F minor seven and the second chord is, should be, right. B flat. Minor, minor seven, seven right mm -hmm. to e flat seven to a flat major seven right yes. um but i would notice that a lot of basses would miss that b flat minor seven because mm. in their mind they're, they're starting on a, on, a, on a minor chord so and they right it's, that's F like minor a two seven. it's typically like it's like a two yeah. five one right, right? you know but it actually isn't and that is that where you where, where I'm getting at, autopilot sometimes, you're like, okay, uh, yeah, we're going through this and going through the motions, and yeah, that's not important, yeah. you know? I mean, it's subconscious, they're not thinking like that, but, you know, but it, it's always like, they're always thrown back when I ask them, to, and they're like, well, be flat, oh, uh, <laughs> I could have taken that tip about the late 90s, Ruben, that would have really helped me out when I thought I was slick <laughs> trying to do a tritone substitution on that second chord, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was like I was like okay everybody's gonna love this here's you know instead of this B flat I'm gonna play a big E and uh, no nope, uh, wrong chord you had you had somebody give you some looks um I, I don't recall that probably because I was just doing my thing and on autopilot <laughs> but here we are I know this is <laughs> right exactly check this out <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it worked I'm sure you uh, made it, it work I just hope somehow no recordings but of that. yeah so you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is is uh, just knowing what. Don't take you know as basis. Yes, we play in the root, and we play, we want to hold on that, but hold on to that bottom. Mm -hmm. But as we've discussed in 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 one of our uh, one of your when I was a guest on one of your, oh, your the building blocks. guided mm -hmm. the building blocks of bass, mm -hmm. knowing those chord changes, knowing what those notes are on those chords, and and not taking taking them for granted that's that's music that's part of everything we're supposed to know yes. and um yeah. yeah don't just don't nab and just float over it yeah. you know nope. make sure because you're yeah and plus your bass lines need to be you know project you know okay that even if you're not playing that that minor seven that that sorry that uh minor third mm -hmm. something's got to 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 move to that e flat seven yeah. right and you know just make sure those notes are are still you know you're like yeah. absolutely and you got it for, right when it know? comes time to soloing too for sure when you're trying to express the chords exactly. a little bit more yeah, that, that'll be self-evident mm -hmm. really quick. So, <laughs> yep, yep. But I love that, yeah. So. Now here comes a clip from one of our favorite episodes titled, Stay Humble, Stay Hungry, and Be Cool. 
So this is a saying that Ruben has shared with countless students in master classes, and he brought it up in a conversation that we were having. And I was like, man, we got to get into that more. So here's a bit of Ruben sharing a lesson from the great Jason Moran, and then a little one of my own mantras that I use personally. Anyways, hope you enjoy. I remember this thing that Jason Moran said to a, um, a, a, a master class one time. He says that he taught his piano, so he, he challenged his, his students, not just his pianist, but his, his ensemble students that think about it. When, you, when you're soloing, I want you to think, you, okay, you think about that first thing, you're about to do it, go to the second thing. Or even uh, the third thing. If you can do it in the splits, like in the moment, like, ah, you know what I mean? That's like, beautiful. About to, ah, what comes out next? Because, you know, that, that's how you end up, you know, your changes, your, 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 your playing can evolve in a certain kind of way, you know, because yeah. you, you're not going to, to a go to type thing, you know? And that's, that's really, really tough, you know? That's. Um, that's beautifully said, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of my phrases that I heard that I kind of latched on to was uh, play less, listen more. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. not always, you know, not always should mm -hmm. you not say something. Not, no. Definitely not, no. you know. No. Right. But it's, you know, you can't hear something if you're not listening. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't hear something if you're talking. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because they, cause you're the one talking, you know, that's, like you're the one giving. Anyways, that's, you know, that, that's, that's, why, that's, that's a why I'm big, listening right now. I'm listening. That's a big thing. I'm and I, earlier you were talking about in relationships and, you know, romantic and otherwise like family stuff, Zoom calls, podcast recordings, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's a whole thing, especially with the lag. It's just like, okay, I'm yeah. going to chill. I'm going to say something. No, Ruben's saying something. I'm going to stop. Uh, yeah, okay, man. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's, a, it's a balance. Do you know what I mean? Just like yes. anything else. And no even doubt. in these conversations, I hear that's mm. it's it's really mm. similar you know there's a similar dynamic level yeah to me speaking too much and you laying back and listen <laughs> forgive me As i gotta I, be cool i gotta be cool <laughs> <laughs> come on ruben come on but uh, so one of my points and we, we, we keep talking with so one of our listener favorites that we've heard from you about was the episode titled making practice enjoyable here's a clip where we discussed not shying away from our weaknesses when practicing and being honest about our playing so we can truly grow and get better here it is. What makes practice enjoyable? How can we make practice enjoyable? At least give our mm. thoughts, you know, our process, and hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, you know, giving you some inspiration to make your practice sessions a little enjoyable. So, but, but practice is not supposed to be enjoyable, isn't it? True I mean, it's supposed to be hard work, right? You're True supposed that. to put in work, right? And and there's got to be a balance, right? There's got to be mm. a balance. You know, you mm -hmm. can't, you can't, oh, it, it's not always going to be fun and games, right? First of all, we want to know uh, or you want to know, you want to figure out what inspires you, who inspires you, what inspires you to even practice, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. You know, it could be different for a lot of people, but hopefully, ultimately, the, the, the end game is to make better music, be a better musician, <laughs> right? Definitely. In the, in the end. Um, uh, and I started the, the podcast with that question because I'm going to go into it right now. Uh, we need to know our strengths and our weaknesses also, right? Mm. To, to hopefully... Mm. You know, at least when we're trying to make it a more enjoyable <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a way yeah, yeah. to kind of focus the practice in a certain kind of way. So I'm going to expose you here and you can expose me back. Okay. What would you say is one of your weaknesses, Mr. Bob DeBoo? 
weaknesses. What's your we- one weakness that- you got? You probably have none, but that's okay. You know, you know, you know. I mean, I, I, I was like, man, I hope he doesn't ask me about my strengths. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but I want to keep another it positive. Podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, because I feel like everything that I do work on is something that I need to keep working on. And, right. mm-hmm. um, but if I if I have to go to a specific weakness, mm-hmm. I would say uh, being able to to hear. You know, like mm-hmm. harmony. Okay. You know, it's something that I that I always am trying to work on a mm. little bit more, mm. uh, learn through like learning language, transcribing, learning chords, things mm. like that. So yes. there you go. That's definitely something that I always, mm. you know, feel like sub subpar mm. at. Right. You know. Right. So right. There you working go. on my ears. But being honest, being honest about that fact. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Don't yeah. shy away from it. Don't shy away from it. And then also figure a way to work on those same those same you know quote unquote weaknesses personal weaknesses in a way that will inspire you to get better you know what i mean yeah, hopefully definitely. you know i'm going to expose myself i i i um my left hand my thumb position thumb mm. between you know being more confident in playing in thumb position a little more fluid i feel like i'm extremely inconsistent at playing mm-hmm. in especially melodies in thumb position and it's I mean, it's just about just doing it more and more and more and, and studying more, you know. Uh, sure. And uh, but because the more you do it, the more confident you are in, in. And I swear, I mean, there's been times it's been interesting how over the years I've seen like a video of me 10 years ago. I'm like, damn, I was actually doing some stuff there. And then like five years later, I seen seen one and I'm like, I'm so tentative. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. what happened in that five? That's bad, you know what I mean? What? Yeah. You know, Where did and I, I, go? I wasn't yeah. practicing, that's what it was. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, first owning that part of it, owning part of, of your weaknesses and also realizing, yes, uh enjoying practicing or uh, having fun at it, a lot of, a lot of times might mean that we might play some stuff that we, we can play well already, right? Mm, that mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And yep. hopefully we can actually find a happy medium. Get away from 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 playing those B flat, you know, blues like over and over because you can play that well. How do yes. you? How does it feel playing in E? How does it feel like playing mm. in A flat? Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So the last clip we have for you here is a story from Ruben himself about dealing with life while being on the road playing with Diane Reeves. This is also from the episode "Stay Humble, Stay Hungry, and Be Cool." I'll let him tell it here, of course, but it has to do with being present and not getting hung up with things that take us away from the music. This is a huge lesson, and I'm grateful for him sharing the story. It also includes references to more open studio family, Peter Martin, and the incredible Diane Reeves. Check this out. I can bring it back to OS, you know, back to our open studio. My man, Peter Martin, yeah. I, I always remember this one time. I mean, I was I was going to some, some crazy, you know, personal things um mm-hmm. you know off the band obviously you know i was you know with my my ex-wife at the time <laughs> and um it I w- it was deep it was like in me and i was living with it and mm. and we were playing this concert in france somewhere in france and and obviously i was just dialing it in and peter was on it he was like hmm. and mm. i think we had an intermission of some sort and it was this was with diane reeves i remember this now yeah we had like an intermission and peter came to me and said uh reuben 
yo man we 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 need you to be here we need you to be in the Whoa. in the music in the bands on the bandstand right now and this is something i mean me and peter have always we, we one of my very close friends and this really you know jokingly boisterous kind of relationship we have and yeah. like i had, i don't even remember him ever since then being like so like upfront and like Mm. That, but obviously, my energy I was putting on was obvious that mm. I wasn't there. You know mm. what I mean? And he wow. was like, "Whatever's going on right now," and he probably knew. He probably knew what was going on. And for I sure. Just, but he was like, "We need you here now. We need you in the music, and all of that will wow. take care of itself after." And I snapped. I was like, "Oh wow, okay," and I did that. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's you know, a true friend right there. Yeah, too, ho- to say hopefully, something like that. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you have those kind of people around you to kind of like get you, you know, check you when it's time, you know, because nothing is over the music. Nothing is before the mm. music. I mean, for me at least, nothing, you know, all that will, 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 you know, work itself out. But once you, once you're on the bandstand, you got to give your all, and you know, and 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 put some of your emo- some of those emotions can go into the music, but not check out like I did. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so for everybody listening, the next time you're in France playing with Diane Reeves and right, right. Martin, <laughs> no, right. be in it. No, I'm just, I've, I'm. That's such, that's such a good story. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. I, I could just, you know, I could only imagine Peter being there and saying that. And mm. how that must have how, mu- how that must have been to like hear that you know because that's not something you'll hear from somebody you no. don't just casually hear stuff like that from no. people you no, know? No, so, no. you know that's yeah. an important thing yes indeed so that does it for the upright citizens 2021 best of episode we both truly hope that everybody listening has a happy holiday and a great new year we'll be back with more in 2022 and really look forward to sharing much more bass love with you all Finally, I'd like to say a huge thank you to my co-host and friend, Ruben Rogers, for everything that he's done and shared in these episodes. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll see you next year. This is Bob DeBoo. Peace.